Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Laura Dresser, Associate Director of COWS, a research center at UW-Madison. And today, we're going to be discussing the State of Working Wisconsin report. Laura, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you. So I'm interested to dig into some of the specific findings of this report. But first, I wanted to start off with sort of a 10,000-foot view. Can you give some of your top takeaways from this report for the state's business community? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, starting, if we feel like we've been on kind of one continuous, like, uh, since March uh, 2020, when the economy, when we shut down for the pandemic, um, and then really had a completely, uh, you know, uh, kind of fell off a cliff in a kind of job loss way, and a kind of sense of what is going on um, across those next months, and then have been um, really working in different ways. Uh, work has, you know, kind of fundamentally changed for people across this and for businesses across this pandemic. Um, and we're still, um, I think, you know, probably in March, we just wanted to get to normal. Let's just get to normal uh, back in March, 2020. Um, and I think our, our vision just keeps getting longer, like, oh, well, Maybe this will change for a little bit longer. Maybe that will change for a little bit longer. I think there's a certain set of themes, though, that really stand out, which is that many of the problems, the most, um, the deepest problems that sat in our economy um, before the pandemic were exacerbated and exposed by the pandemic. And that means that the restructuring that happened across this, this, this last, you know, year and a half has really, um, for those of us who um, have the privilege of getting to work in safety of our homes and um, take a paycheck and without getting exposure, you know, there's all sorts of things. There have been stresses for sure, but not the stress of trying to put food on the table, um, trying to keep a roof over our heads, um, trying to keep safe on the job. But for many workers um, whose jobs were before the pandemic structured with lower wages, uh, more uh, volatile hours and less strong benefits, same workers faced job loss, um, faced exposure at work uh, and faced, um, uh, you know, kind of the dangers of the pandemic in a much more intense way. So we had this inequality coming in and the state of working Wisconsin has long documented that, but I think the last year and a half really has just focused our attention on those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And looking at some of those results of the report on on job losses in certain industries, it definitely holds up what you're saying there. I, I wanted to kind of focus in on some of those workforce issues. As you mentioned, the pandemic exacerbated existing economic problems that people have been talking about for years, namely the, the shortage of, of the workforce in certain industries. Can you talk about what some of those results there tell you about the current state of Wisconsin's labor market as you know, we're trying to work through this recovery process? 
Yeah. So the the overall labor market in terms of the number of jobs that we're seeing in it is still about 4% behind where we were February of 2020. And that's a pretty significant jobs hole. Um, I think what we also know from, from before the pandemic and coming in is that the working age population in the state is beginning to decline. Um, we have 100,000, if I'm remembering the report from the Center for Community Economic Development um, correctly, about 100,000 fewer prime age working people in the state than we did 10 years ago. So we've been um, you know, seeing uh, kind of tightness in the labor market as a result of that. And then we have this disruption um, especially with um, regard to safety and the care and children, right? Like what's going on with childcare for kids who are before they get to school, but last year school also very disrupted. Um, a lot of kids learning from home. This kind of changed the terms for a lot of workers and had um, either because of concerns about exposure. So pulling back from the labor force that way, or because of need to take care of family or protect a vulnerable family if you have older adults in the home. Um, that I think brought a few people a little bit closer to home and a little bit further out of the labor market. So you can see the tightness in this labor market. Um, and I think everybody has an anecdotal story of the sign they saw with the huge signing bonus or the recruitment postcard they got from Amazon in the mail, like I did, or um, <laughs> I'm not going to start driving for Amazon, but yeah. apparently I'm on their target list. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, you know, we can all see that tightness, but I hope what we get out of that is a, a, a real recalibration um, in terms of wage standards and hour standards and benefit standards in those jobs um, so that workers can really manage life and family life in that kind of job rather than just scraping by. What can you say about what the report reveals about Wisconsin's recovery? Um, obviously, like the report shows a, a substantial loss of jobs in the leisure and hospitality sector. Other sectors were also were also hit pretty badly, but what does the report show about the kind of bounce back from last year's lows? Yeah, from, so, you know, it really intense contraction down in April. Um, at that point, uh, the leisure and hospitality, which is, you know, uh, bars, restaurants, um, and hotels and entertainment venues, right? Like that's the list of things that bring people together. And those are the ones that were most impacted by this, you know, a public health crisis in sharing air, right? So if you, if, so those, those of that leader hospitality is really the sector, it constricted 50% in April. It's recovered, recovered, recovered. It's adding jobs um, ever unevenly, but more or less, uh, you know, on a pretty consistent upswing, still 18% below where it was in uh, February, 2020. And so, but I think you can see all both that leisure and hospitality coming back up. Um, some sectors, like you were saying, were, were almost um, unaffected. Manufacturing is 1% below where it was in February 2020. Finance, um, you know, some other sectors really much less impacted. But um, actually, the public sector is another place that there was a big constriction. Um, and I think um, 
public policy at the federal level is really helped support the workers who really suffered the restaurant and um, entertainment industry losses and has helped um, local governments actually be able to fund services that they didn't think they would be able to fund. So that's how public policy is sort of supporting the places that were most impacted. Great. Well, thanks again for, for sharing your thoughts and for coming on the show, Laura. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.